0: We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin But he escaped before he died and started listening I We plugged our microphones, our microphones into, into the internet And said loads of really, really dumb shit we regret
1: Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're
0: woke. We want you to, to enjoy this but you won't
1: OK, that's right. I, his, um, I thought you had a very wobbly chair as you go.
0: He's at his standing up desk. I am at my standing up desk. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm not sure your work would be that thrilled knowing that um, they were paying you and you were able to edit a podcast and play a computer game successfully whilst at work.
2: I mean, I don't know. I think that shows a remarkable level of uh, multitasking yeah my work are mostly very reasonable about working on the job I think also, so, know, if 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 dan's if dan's you know meeting his deliverables then
0: i suppose if dan is is doing that he's not making any errors that will cost them money exactly <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um
1: right so um let us begin what is episode one hundred and ninety six yeah um hopefully Before... by the time
0: this goes up chris will have one nine five live think mm-hmm. yeah, well maybe um before we do that i think we need to address um the dress code that's going on here because you look um... you
1: are extremely lucky i am wearing anything
0: <laughs> it's it is... like it's like something from oh. a
1: james bond film it is nearly 30 degrees in my office and right. I have been... The only reason I'm even wearing this shirt is, as I was saying to Dan, because I had a series of video meetings today for work and therefore had to wear something. And I thought, if I wear a shirt, A, makes me look smarter than all the people mm. in T-shirts, and B, between meetings, I can just unbutton it cool <laughs> off
0: a bit. Oh, <laughs> well, what, a, what a sight. <laughs> I think Chris wants
1: a warning now, <laughs> Um I did, I did provide a content warning in the chat beforehand. That's true, but, that's true. No, fair, fair.
2: Um, well, very
0: so... I wasn't prepared for, for being flashed like that. Nobody ever is Chris. <laughs> no. Um,
1: so we have several orders of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important one is the one that I think has probably been very fortuitously arranged for this episode where Graham cannot join us because, <laughs> because it allows Dan a level of safety that he would not otherwise have. Yep. Um, so Dan, uh, please bring us up to date on
2: project sexy time. Um, so obviously this is going out on the internet, so I'm going to elide a certain amount of details and the fact that neither of you are great and should hopefully let me do that. That is that is the goal. Yeah. Um so yeah, I matched with someone on Bumble. Um we went to a park with a bottle of wine to drink the wine. Um by the end of the bottle of the wine we were enjoying each other's company and there wasn't anywhere else to get any more booze, so um, she said, um I live reasonably nearby. Uh, we'll buy a bottle of wine, we'll go back to mine and we'll drink more wine, um, and we'll enjoy that. And then three bottles of wine later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a classy, classy affair. Uh, uh, I, was, I was in that house, she was cooking me curry at like 11 o'clock at night, um, and one thing led to another, as they say, and yes, project completed. <laughs> yes. So-
0: i mean this is this is very exciting news after i mean how how long has this been project been running for
1: oh uh, uh i mean since well t- i mean it depends if you want to get specific i think graham has been informally running the project now or formally running the project now for like a year I don't know, Possibly.
0: That's me, let me, do than a qu- that. Let me so, have a quick no, s- it's more than that. No. i mean so the news is very exciting um my yeah. my comments on it are um <sighs> So I'm what I what I want to do is is go back to um, when Arsene Wenger took over at Arsenal. Oh God! And he really so... looked at their 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 pre-match preparation and he said you shouldn't be doing all the boozing and you shouldn't Fair. be eating fry ups. And so so you had four bottles of wine between three. you, Sorry, three I'm bottles scared. of wine in yeah. total, right? Yeah, so and then a, bottle a curry. Of half each. What what kind of curry? Uh, sort of Thai green curry ish. Thai green curry. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm nice. not sure that is the best, um, pre-match. meal. I mean, it worked for Dan.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, let, let's be brutally honest. I don't think it was enjoyable, as enjoyable for her as it was. For, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to hold it up and say I, I was a masterful performer, even more strong. Um,
0: right. But, um, but yeah. So do you think it works in your favor? Do you think if she says, well, I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to do it again, so that so was after say, a bottle and a half of wine. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> actually, maybe, maybe I'd give him a chance if if we had beer and uh, nachos instead. Maybe is there is, so, a re, is there a rematch planned? Yes, um,
2: like we've been sort of trying, but I guess not that hard. So I'm not sure if. There is a lack of enthusiasm on her part, or not. So we'll see. Right.
1: Um, I've just had a look at the the tags, and the, the earliest mention of Project Sexy Time in our database is yeah. June 2018. Wow. So basically, basically two <laughs> years. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, so right. I mean, Graham let's be honest, has been an appalling. It chattering yeah. pandemic.
1: Yeah. Um, Graham has been an appalling project manager uh, throughout mm. this. Let's be honest. I mean, it's taken him two years to achieve his his project goals and arguably
0: his he didn't do any of this well i mean
1: that's just being a project manager
0: i I would say that's that's how how being project
2: manager works i've worked on more than one two-year project that hasn't actually
0: fulfilled yeah
2: (laughs) yeah
1: um and I mean, you know, that, that's how you do it as a project manager. You, you ask around for ages, you don't actually achieve anything. And then you take credit for everyone else's work at the end of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, in fairness, some of my biggest successes in my job is when I just failed to do anything and the issues just got resolved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you, Which, played, so, you, you played you think that really well, Chris, just, just, yeah. just letting, <laughs> letting things happen around you.
2: <laughs> so what I'm hearing is we should be nominating Graham for an award here. I think so. Yeah.
1: Um, his, his lack of action over the last few months has really helped Dan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also coronavirus gets a big assist. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely changed the dynamics. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think that's some excellent news to start the pod on. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, everything else is awful. So at least Dan's got some good news. Um, Chris,
0: Mm. how are you doing? I'm okay. I've done some extra work this week, which is the opposite of the amount of work I want. I want to do less work. Yeah. But I've been called in to joint work a thing, Um, and we divvied up who would do what, and the other person only works two days a week. And so I've just been doing... All of it. All of it. That sounds yeah. terrible. So I've spent about a week and a half doing somebody else's job, um, which left me a morning to do my own job. And um, I thought, well, I've I've worked enough. I've done late nights. So I just left it till Monday. <coughs> That's
1: the spirit. <laughs> what's your, what's your, uh, your current escape route from work?
0: Uh well, my contract expires at the end of August, and I think that is enough work for anyone. So I'm planning on just retiring at that point. Oh, excellent.
1: Yeah. I mean I yeah.
0: I think I would suit retirement very nicely. Yeah, um, it's definitely I think
1: it would definitely be your thing.
0: Yeah. So that's that's my plan. Um my uh my concerns around that are that they might want to extend my contract again. Oh dear. Which is could happen.
1: Yeah, um, it's possible. It's
0: one of the one of the downsides of being not not good at not good at your job as such, but just just better than satisfactory the majority of people that. that yeah,
1: do I was going to say your your best hope at the moment is to just lower your performance to a degree where they don't want to ask you to come back.
2: Mm. But you see, this is the thing that I've learned the more and more as I get older. Like the bar is really low. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. You know, bare competence and understanding what you're supposed to be doing.
1: If you're not coming into be, the office and committing hate crimes, it's like a win. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I, I have been going into the office less, so um, less I'm chance, sure really to, really like less opportunity to yes. commit hate crimes. Yeah.
2: No, uh, I, I imagine that basically they're sitting there thinking, well, you know, there, there are upsides and downsides to the victim's But he's not, he's not pissing anyone off. He's not mm. destroying the environment, and.
0: And the other thing is I have made myself essential by being team's champion, yes, <laughs> yes. that's true
2: without <laughs> Look, you completely yeah bugged. chris, I think you you might be in danger if you persist in displaying advanced technology skills of receiving an offer you can't refuse mm. to do more work for a long time
0: maybe i mean i can all I can always say no, I don't want to um work any longer. A contract. yeah I'm not seems sure. churlish doesn't it because I do like money mm. um, well I mean that's why money. I had to take a job again mm. it's the classic catch-22 situation isn't it yeah. yeah yeah it really is
1: I mean obviously because so the last pod was the day that I started work wasn't it
2: yeah mm.
1: yeah so since then I've properly started I say properly started we haven't actually been given anything to do yet <laughs> um, technically well it took until Monday this week for us to get accounts Uh with oh, right. the, so, obviously, when you say
0: accounts like IT accounts, yeah. Or, so I'm working you know,
1: for uh, I'm working for a, a third party that is doing work for the bank. So we got accounts for the third party basically on the the Friday that we started. But we didn't get accounts to the bank until this Monday, and technically, like not everyone has started. It's a team of nine. We've only got four people so far. Two more are starting on Monday, and then another mm. two the Monday after. And then we're still waiting on one guy that we haven't have decided who they're going to implement, who they're going to offer. Um so they're kind of they're slowly ramping it up, but it's kind of this weird situation where we haven't really got anything to do. So this week's mostly been me reading documentation and going to meetings, going to meetings, attending meetings um about stuff to try and understand what the hell it is that they want us to do, because that's still quite vague. Um but they're paying me for it. So that was That's quite good. Um but I have been uh, I have been relaxing between bouts of work uh by playing uh Shipbreakers.
2: I've heard of that. Is that as good as be said?
1: It is very good. It is basically a spaceship dismantling game. Um mm. and so you are you are a man with a like laser cutter and a sort of grapple thing <sighs> and you just get kind of put into a shipyard and have to dismantle spaceships this already sounds quite
0: quite sexist it's quite nice and relaxing
1: like you just
0: why can't you be a woman breaking well you can you're
1: you're a non you are a a, an unspecified person okay um in my case i am a man in space Mm -hmm. um you're a space person and uh the the basic premise is you're working off a massive debt Um, to the company by dismantling Mm -hmm. these spaceships. Um, But, you know, you've got, you get your spaceship, you have to go in, safely decompress it, uh, disconnect the fuel systems, take out the reactor, take out the engines, take out any of the stuff that's inside, cargo seats, whatever, electrical systems, dispose of the exterior panels, cut up the remaining bodywork, chuck the whole thing into a furnace, um, and just kind of take the whole thing apart. And it's really quite a... Nice, relaxing thing to do. Hmm.
0: So, what? How do you win the game? You pay off the debt, and you're ultimately. You're free. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 still in early access,
1: so at the moment, there's only two different classes of ship, and there's like four different varieties within the the classes, like kind of one relatively small one, and then one kind of quite big passenger slash cargo ship. Um, and yeah, you basically you pay off your debt to the company is the the ultimate way that you would win the game. Um, but in the interim, it's just a nice kind of relaxing way to dismantle some spaceships and just kind of, you know, pull them apart, cut joints open, safely or not so safely, occasionally blow everything up because you rupture a fuel line, you know, that sort of thing.
0: It sounds like a detailed version of like a boring side game in GTA Five. Um, maybe, but, but yeah. like, it, but like it is... with all of the extra details added oh, in. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. Full,
1: full physics, and if you accidentally blow up a fuel line, you just end up with kind of just shards of debris everywhere that you have to try and clear up. Um, and yeah, it's just nice. It's a nice way to... And it's like it does it in 15-minute shifts. So you do a shift, it's 15 minutes, and then you can do multiple shifts on the same ship if it takes you longer to... Even the small ships usually take you two shifts to kind of do. Um, it's just a really nice thing to do. And you just like, nice little 15-minute chunk, dismantle a spaceship, go back to what you're doing, come back later, do another 15-minute shift, do a bit more ship, spaceship dismantling.
0: It's quite a good way of having a computer game. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a shift, and then you've finished your shift. I have yeah. to say,
2: all of the computer games that I have played since I been about 25, have been defined by the ability to play them for 15 minutes, get something done, and then not play it again. Like, that's how much it, time you have to.
1: It is a nice thing. Like, I, I don't mind games that require a bit more time, but mm. having games that are nicely divvied up. So, if I want mm. to spend an hour, I can just do four shifts. Yeah. But if I just want to do 15 minutes, I can just do 15 minutes.
0: I think. Um, and we... there's, there's no,
1: like, oh, I'm right in the middle of something now and I can't save it, and it's like, I can't. Can't I think quit we because it's
0: Yeah, I think we play computer games differently. I think looking at my computer game history is that um I will kind of binge on computer games. I will on
1: some games. Like there's still there's still like I less than I did when I was younger, but there are definitely some games that I will I will binge and I will just play mm. like hours of in one go. But I like having games that I can just jump into for a short period of time. And there's no, like, I know there's not a long time commitment, especially since having Charlotte, you never know when you're gonna get dragged away by a child and, you know, being able to do like, okay, I know, I can either either pause it because it's single player and it can come back or it's five minutes more done and I can go off and come back later. And it's just, it's nice to have that that flexibility. Um, Or indeed if you, you know, when I'm working, Can just like, if I know I've got nothing to do for the next half hour, just go and do a spaceship shift.
0: Mm. (sighs) Um,
1: But yeah, I've been really enjoying that. It's Hard Space Ship Breakers.
2: It's like 15 quid. Yeah, no, I saw a review of it um, and it did look good. But as I said, my uh, my queue is uh, full at the moment.
1: Oh, I mean, I've got a massive backlog of other games. Um, But it just happens to have grabbed my attention right now. Um, I picked up a couple of small things in the Steam sale, like literally a couple of quid.
2: I been desperately pretending the Steam sale has not happened.
1: Well, I wasn't going to, but there were a couple of things on my wish list that were really cheap, and so I thought, like literally, like you know, said two or three quid. So I thought I might as well grab them again because I can do those in short shifts. Um, Devil daggers is one of them, which like if you Mm. if you manage to last fifteen minutes, you've done incredibly well. Um, mm. so yeah, I've done that a little bit, but like at this point, I'm not really buying loads of stuff in the Steam sale because I've got all the stuff that I want.
2: Yeah.
1: And you know, I'm an adult with a job, so if I really want a game, I'll just buy it most of the time rather than waiting for a like 90% off sale.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, now that I've actually been paid for my first month at least, I'm an adult with a job formally.
0: Yeah. Mm. And all that yeah, tax coming out. What yeah, a shocker.
1: that is sad. A third of my salary is tax.
2: Yeah. Welcome to the real world.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, but I was a little worried because I thought they might um, under under tax me. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, they haven't. They appear to have taxed me about correctly. I'd much much rather they overtaxed me than undertaxed me, because if they overtaxed me, I can probably get it fixed, and worst-case scenario, I get a rebate. If they undertaxed me, then I get a horrible surprise bill in January, and that makes me sad.
2: Yeah, no surprise tax bills on. There's nothing
1: worse than, like, the expense of Christmas, the expense of, like, a new year with, like, insurances and everything else coming out, and then, like, oh, and by the way, you owe the revenue five grand.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: the worst of that was when they t- the, I literally got a bill. I like, here, you owe us nine grand, please. I was like, that cannot be right. And it's like, nope, it is. You owe us nine thousand pounds because you owe us this year's tax plus we just want you to pay most of next year's tax while you're at it.
2: That was a kick in the arse. That when you the discover
1: one... that when you discover that they you pay tax on account. Yeah,
2: yeah. The one that annoyed me was um, I had to submit a, a tax return one year and then the year after that um they decided i need to needed to submit a tax return for the year before i actually needed to submit a tax return and charge me a bunch of late fees until i checked yep. at them until they stopped charging me so
1: yeah yes. so i'm I'm interested to see how this one will go this year because it's going to be the first the first year in ages that i've had both a contract and permanent job
2: yeah
1: um it's been like nearly 10 years since i was in the nhs and did that yeah. last time um it always makes things really complicated because they're incapable of coping when you have more than one job. Yep. All right, so I think that's all of the essential business uh, covered. Yes. Um,
2: everything on
1: the Everything else oh. is just—it's been too hot to do anything else, frankly.
0: Um, it's been I... deeply unpleasant. It's lovely. Just how how it. is it? What's it like down there? Cool, nice breeze. It was hot yesterday. Lovely here today.
1: Yeah, you see it's not here. It's t- well, it's down to twenty-seven and a half degrees in here now, but it's still forty percent humidity. It's horrible, and the- I'm really hoping it rains. Um, problem is, I'm in a room with a load of computers, and that makes it hot. The only yeah. thing I really do is try to do less work so that my computer generates less heat.
2: Yeah,
0: well, my. Uh, you should my sue loving... your new employer for um, office conditions. Mm. No, you're mm. right. That's a good idea yeah and then we could we could sue them for the distress caused by your nudity yeah (laughs) then we'd all never have to work again
1: well you know i've not been you know turning up to work like this it's 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 quite funny they keep sending us the dress code thing and it's like oh your dress code is you know must wear like because it's because it's a bank so it's like you know must wear shirt and tie must be clean shaven or full beard, uh, no uh, <laughs> no piercings, no visible tattoos, <clears throat> um, etc. Um, and then like you join conference calls with other people in the bank who are direct employees rather than you know through this, this outsource company. And they're all just like sitting there in a t-shirt or a hoodie or whatever, you know, a couple of days stubble.
0: I've got a and question. Just, yes. How do you go from clean shaven to full beard? Do they? Do you fill out a form to say? I presume I they will...
1: force you to take leave.
0: <laughs> I mean, going going in reverse is fine, but I
1: think the do, idea do... is that they don't want you just like rocking up after a three day bender with like a horrible mess of a face. I think the that's idea fine. is that... that's my standard look. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea is you either want to be clean shaven or have a manicured beard, not just kind of can't be asked.
0: What about a moustache?
1: I don't know. It's not clear. It wasn't specified in the dress code.
0: Because you if you assume, took a zonal again, position, a mustache then that's, would be fine. that is a full beard on your lip. Like yeah, assume, again, assume it else. would be
1: fine if it is clear that it is a moustache and not just that you couldn't be asked to shave for a week.
2: I mean, they might with moustache wearers just report them straight to Utree and have done with it. But um, Possibly.
1: Although you and Chris should probably be careful about the stones you're casting.
0: <laughs> why?
1: I mean, because you both have tashes.
0: Well, no, well, we've we've got... I mean, just I mean,
2: I'm unshaven. Yeah. I'm going to get done by the terrorism people if I'm going to get done by anyone. Not not the child people. That's reassuring to know, Dad. <laughs> <Is laughs> I mean, that means that when your bumble profile. Um, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's it. the dress code is like really is really strict in the, the formal dress code and then it's like you have i said you have conference calls with people and they're just like sitting there in a t-shirt it's like okay well it's obviously not that important so you go into the office but i don't really get i, I understand like you want a professional thing if you're you know customer facing or maybe mm. even if you're on the trading floor but if you're just like some dude in an office feels unnecessary to make me wear a shirt and tie mm. to go in and sit at the computer for eight hours yeah.
0: i would say um background in zoom calls is more important probably than what people are wearing i've had some
1: great ones i've I've basically imported all of my custom custom backgrounds variety depending on what i'm wearing so that i don't disappear into the background (laughs) got like five or six different colors so that i can appear in different locations depending on what i'm wearing
0: Mm. yeah Um, we, we had fun with the backgrounds for about a week and then everybody was just sad that they were trapped in their houses yeah i mean to be fair i
1: use it mostly so that like hayes and charlotte can come and go behind me without constantly being on the camera
0: it it is fun when people have that and um they appear appear from nowhere
1: yeah well i discovered that if i fully recline on my chair i disappear into the background (laughs) and i kind of just do that and appear through it again
0: yeah
1: um But yeah, like the the Zoom thing, in this case the Teams thing, as uh, I'm sure you'll be aware, Chris, as a a Teams champion. Teams is um, better. It is. um, So yeah, I've been using Teams because that's what the company I'm working for use, but the bank uses Skype for business still. um, Mm. And it's not great. Video's quite choppy and crap because it's over Citrix. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of meetings. I don't like meetings. I don't like meetings. I feel like there's more pressure to have meetings now because like before you could just like wander up to somebody and have a conversation in the office and that was fine. Everyone was cool with yeah. it. But now it's like, yeah, but I don't, you could just message me. You don't have to actually have a full on video call just to ask me one question. Just, just like send me an instant message. I'll reply to it. and we we'll would all be a yeah. lot happier than if you forced me to put on clothes and talk to you in you know, real time. Uh... Cause it's just not, not my thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, how are you finding the end of lockdown? It's all over. Is it? Yeah, it's all over. Everything's fine again. We can do everything we be, outside, is
1: it? Apart from the beach <laughs> where the major incident was declared and the police were sent in to. No, it's people. all
0: fine. Uncle Boris said it's fine, so we can do what we want now.
1: Yeah, it's. They're bored, aren't they? They're so bored. They've just they're just so bored desperately, of
0: being charged so, of this. Yeah, they
1: so desperately want to be doing something that they can win by campaigning. It's why they're desperate to get back to Brexit or to anything else, because mm. you can't campaign against a virus. It doesn't give a shit about your slogans or how many ads you put on Facebook. Um, it just yeah. kills you, and they're, they're so bored. You can see it. That's why they've stopped the daily briefings. It's why they've just just—they've stopped the lockdown. They're just like, look, we're, can we do something different, please? I don't want to do this anymore. It's rubbish.
0: I think the really yes. distressing thing is there's so many other people in the country that's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we would like to do something else as well. Yeah, even, even like, if it's even if it's making it much much worse again because but that's that's fine for that, people It was at for least people a little bit exciting wasn't it yeah
1: but it's fine for people to feel that way the government are the ones that are supposed to go no we know you feel that way but you really can't because it will kill everybody Not mm. yeah all right yeah, it's boring isn't it. off you go go to the pub the pub yeah. the fucking pub that's <laughs> somehow going to maintain social distancing at 1am when everyone's completely fucked. <laughs> And they've somehow got to take people's personal details so they can contact them later for test and trace. Mm.
0: What I find shocking is that Boris Johnson's approval ratings like went up by seven points. Just because he said you can go to the pub again. Yeah. <laughs> that was it's it. Like, how many, like, you know, how many people are
1: they gonna get that they've got to contact for test and trace who are like, you know. Ivor Biggin and Mike Hunt and, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, do you seriously think that all the people wandering into the pub are just going to give you their name and telephone number? I, and I, then, I, would, and, I give trust,
0: Dan's number.
1: <laughs> and trust that you're going to store it securely and in compliance with GDPR. Mm. And then sort of, what, hand it over to the NHS Test and Trace Programme just in case it turns out that, oh, everybody in the pub had it. And they also went to all the other local pubs and gave it to everybody there. And now we've got like a thousand cases in Bristol because everyone went to the pub. Like it's, mm. it's like pubs and clubs are like the pubs and bars are like the worst places to reopen because they're indoors, they're close quarters and they're loud. So everyone shouting, it's like the three bad things for coronavirus spread are indoors close quarters, shouting.
2: Yeah.
1: And obviously nobody wearing masks, because so they're all drinking. Yeah. So it's like... <sighs> There's stuff they could have done that would have been less risky. I mean, even the beaches, arguably. Because yeah. at least they're outside. Yeah. Well, full of rubbish you can, you can
0: shit in a McDonald's the McDonald's box. box if you need yeah, exactly. to go to the toilet. I mean, you could
2: do that in the pub. Well, There's nothing stopping <laughs> so- you. Another reason I'm not at the beach is because someone pointed out that the reason lots of people are at the beach is because it's quite easy to go to the toilet
0: by getting in the sea and. I think that's the the reason that people go to the beach. (laughs) No, that is is the only reason I ever go to the beach is because I need a toilet. It is a
2: reason in favor of the beach rather than say a nature walk or the park. You know, you can just like piss in the forest. Not in the parks in London, you can't. I mean, I bet you can. Yeah, but you might get caught. I mean, you might get caught on the beach. Shitting
1: into
0: a well, no, but if you're in the
2: sea, when no one can see, <laughs> no, that's true.
0: So down at um, down at West Bay, yeah, um, they initially said, "Don't come." We've locked the car parks and we've locked the toilets. Um, and this was when they it was just eased a bit and. They did that for one weekend, and then they said, okay, well, we, we will reopen the toilets and the car parks. And it was because people were coming anyway. They were parking mm. wherever they, they could find a space in the road, so the roads got snarled up, and they were just pissing wherever wherever they needed to go because there were no toilets mm. open. So you, you couldn't drive through it because there was all these cars parked badly on the roads, and everywhere stank of piss. So... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> much like any other day yes perhaps yeah
1: it is, well, it is bizarre to me that like they just and they've done it again as well they've done this whole like we're going to announce like two weeks in advance that we're going to lift the lockdown um, and like all the shops can reopen and mm. stuff mm. and then go but you mustn't do anything for two weeks
0: so like I think for shops I'd love they to need criticise to tell the, the shops and that's yeah, kind like of the, fair enough, which, which is like, for pubs and stuff.
2: Need for, they can,
0: they, they for the, they can do for the that. stuff where they say like, you, you can, you can now go and sit in somebody else's garden from Monday. Yeah. Um, you think, well, okay, well why, why announce it on Thursday? There's no, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. There's no, and they've done it the whole way through. It's like either it's safe to do it now, in which case, why not say now, or it's not safe to do it on Monday, in which case, now is the dividing line that fine, but also mm. why are you saying it now? Because you know, Everyone's gonna go and do it over the weekend. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's just a good news um, story, it's a distraction. Yeah, well that's the thing. It's it's like the fact they've rele- all the all the sage stuff they've released has always been on a Friday after six o'clock. So that people well, don't
0: You've really put a downer on the good news that I can go to the pub again. Um, <laughs> yeah. You've spoiled that for me, Adam, with all of your facts and reality. That's what I'm here for. I was much happier with the with the just the easy lie, and you've spoilt my evening with all of your facts.
1: <laughs> it's what I do. Um, yeah. I don't, like I don't, it's not going to make a difference to me. Like I'm still going to be stuck at home. Charlotte's going to go back to nursery um, mm. because they just they haven't got the space, they've got the capacity for more stu- more children, and it's basically the end of term anyway. Um, God knows what they're doing with. They normally run a holiday club over the summer holidays, but that almost certainly won't happen because. That's normally run, you know, by like just two or three staff and a yeah. single room of children, and that's going to be at capacity for essential workers and vulnerable children. Mm. So we're basically going to be stuck with Charlotte all summer, not being able to go to nursery. Um, we did at least we managed to have some of her friends over to play in the garden uh, mm-hmm. earlier in the week. So had a couple of them, they were just they ran around in the garden and and had fun. So that was nice, but. You know, it's like, because because the you know my view is if if had gone back to nursery, which she was totally entitled to do, she, we just didn't really want to give them the extra workload of having another child that they're trying to manage. She'd have yeah. been in constant contact with children anyway. Like they 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 said to us, they're not gonna they they they're not going to try and cannot realistically enforce social distancing amongst three and four year olds.
0: Mm. So you see that the some of the pictures and it just looks. Like a horrific environment to send her Yeah, what's one of the reasons yeah. that
1: we didn't want to send her back. And it would have been really nice for her to go back and see her friends and her teachers before she went off to school. Yeah. But I just don't think it would have been... It wouldn't have been an enjoyable experience for her. And like I said, yeah. I don't want to put that extra burden on the staff who are already really struggling with the ridiculous yeah. requirements they've got for the children that are back. And, you know, as annoying as it is having her stuck at home all day, being bored and, and badgering me while I'm trying to work, it's not... The end of the world like i can i can cope with her being at home probably more than they can cope with her being in nursery mm. um but yeah if she was at nursery she'd be interacting with with other children all the time so you know the relative infection risk of having a couple of her friends around in the garden to play is negligible like i'm pretty sure i've had it but we've got no way of knowing because we can't get antibody tests so it's impossible for us. and they to know may not even
0: show as positive anyway no exactly yeah. because yeah.
1: we, we yeah, you know, if we did have it it was very mild And it was, like, two months ago at this point. So there may be no antibodies left to test. Um, I honestly don't know. But as the government still aren't releasing the antibody tests, they're still not releasing proper test numbers because they're not saying how many people have been tested. And they're still counting all the tests that they send out that haven't been sent back yet, Um, which is quite impressive. Like, I I don't know. Like, how do I find out if I've had it on?
2: Well, so interestingly, my sister is um, a lung doctor and obviously been working on COVID boards for the entire crisis an antibody test and it came back negative so mm. <laughs> bizarre yeah that's the enough thing. one through work i've no idea when i'll get but the it. problem is we've no idea what the accuracy
1: of the antibody test is no exactly because even if, there, it's like, even if it's like 95 percent or whatever you can still get false negatives yeah if you've, if you've false had positives. it and yes and but what i mean is the case of you, your um, sister she might yeah, have yeah. it and start well, a yeah. false negative on the test but
0: if if you have it and you have it mildly then the part of your immune system that fights it off doesn't isn't a bit that generates antibodies. The, are they the F-cells? I don't
1: know, the, I'm not a doctor. Someone
0: explained it to me. So there's these kind of like, um, um, antibodies are, are like, they target specific things. Yeah, they're specialised. Yeah, something comes mm. in, they think this this is bad, they go away, they work out what it is, and then they work out how to attack it for future reference. Um, or well also at the time but there's these other these there's these other dudes that are kind of just like like big big kind of munching units and they're kind of all around your body kind of like bouncers and if they see something Mm. that looks dodgy they just gobble it up and they don't they don't they don't then develop anything to get better at gobbling it up because they don't need to they just gobble it that science there did did you like it? Oh, thank you. So if yeah, yeah so if somebody has mild case, then then, then they might not have any antibodies yeah. generated
1: at all, and so there's nothing to test. Yeah, this is the problem. It's like how do you figure out?
0: And it might might mean that that were you to get it again, you would you would have it mildly again because your immune system did well before. But yeah. if if you're then your immune system is compromised, or if it
1: mutates, or you know, yeah, something else you don't know. But it, it's just like at least we're not America, but it's a pretty low bar to I mean their caseloads going back up again, like they are really screwed in a lot of places. Whereas we are at least, for now, kind of still on the down slow downward slope in terms of case daily cases. Um but who knows what'll happen two weeks from now when they start getting the figures for all the people
2: that were on the beaches and in the pubs. Mm. Well, in Venice the um VE Day parades and um, Black Lives Matter protests haven't seemed to generate a massive uptick. So. No, but you have to bear in mind the
1: difference with those is that they're relatively restricted. Like, how many people actually attended the, the VE Day celebrations? How many people, mm-hmm. the, I how think many people VE actually attended Day the Black ones Lives Matter?
0: Were, the VE Day's ones were very distanced, weren't they? Yeah. So and they the, were. Black Lives
1: Matter, even the protests, like, they, yes, they were quite big, but they were Mm. still relatively small numbers of people. And also people tended to, people primarily um, protested locally. Yeah, that's true. So there's not a lot of travel and then bringing stuff back, which is one of the big ways that it spreads. Mm. Um, So we might see it, but it's less likely than them going, right, everyone can now go to the pub yeah no i i i can really pubs and clubs
2: are, are going to be the the apocalypse when yeah the
1: that that's the real that's the worst literally the worst places of pubs and clubs yeah um i mean it happened in south korea they they yeah. reopened the nightclubs and within like a week they shut them all down again because basically yeah. one guy went between like five nightclubs and infected a couple hundred people yeah um, you know and that's the problem whereas if you're going outside you know transmissions much lower um but also the mask wearing thing not wearing masks and they're still not encourage like, other than the public transport thing they're still yeah. not encouraging people to wear masks let alone making it mandatory in any settings are we going we to wear them in, in our, our office?
0: office have you mm. which is in I a mean, hospital that's but that's, yeah, yeah it's, but but it's also for offices not in Yes, Hospitals. but it makes
1: sense. Like, I can imagine quite a lot of workplaces are going to do it. What doesn't make sense is that, but...
0: that they didn't have that in place for 10 weeks and people were no. working from there for 10 weeks. Yeah, yeah. And and it's then now you must wear a mask. It's, it's, it's really like the travel important.
1: quarantining. Like, people are oh, well, there was no point because it was already, you know, really prevalent. So why, why bother stopping people coming in or out? It's like, well, mm. I mean, it helps. Like, if it helps now, it would have helped then. Like this, it doesn't make any sense that it wasn't it wasn't useful then, but now suddenly it's really effective. It's like mm. no, you just didn't want to do it because you thought it would be bad. You were hoping you wouldn't have to because you were hoping it would all magically go away. A bit like mm. Trump claiming that it would just one day it would all
2: miraculously vanish. Um, I mean, I do admire the logic of his plan of let's just not test anyone and pretend that we don't have it.
1: <laughs> yeah, if we do if we do fewer tests, we'll get fewer cases. I mean, it's it's bulletproof stuff.
2: Yeah. Did, you, did Also, you him, unusually for something he says, it's actually sort of true.
1: I mean, well, in a yes, in a sort in of in a way. twisted way. Did you Did you see him uh, down down at the border talking about how his wall had stopped the virus coming in?
2: I didn't. I tried to avoid the news from that corner of the world.
1: Yeah, no. He. Uh, although I have to say, on the subject of Trump, my favourite thing is is what happened with the Tulsa rally. It's yes, just absolutely brilliant. God bless the hip like, kids. I mean, I know that it was. I don't know whether it was intent. It has to be with Trump. It has to have been intentional that he yeah. picked that date in Tulsa for the rally, and then obviously changed it by a day, probably a great reluctance. Um, so I, I, but I've like, an interesting theory about this. I'll pick up and say they honestly thought that like a, like million people wanted tickets, and that's why they had the big outdoor marquee, and it's why they smuggled Nigel Farage into the country to you know appear at the the after party. Yeah. And then, like, 6,000 people turned up.
2: Yeah.
1: And, like, you see the pictures of the the the, the stadium, and it was just
2: yeah, empty.
1: And you know how... And the thing is, it's such an insignificant, minor thing in the scope of everything that's happening. But you just know how much it will have pissed Trump up. Like, I mean, he would have been so furious about it. And it just makes it so funny.
2: So, the interesting... Theory that someone suggested about Trump was that, you know, his entire brand is basically trolling the libs, right? So, of course, he picked Juneteenth um, for the date of the festival so that you get a bunch of uh, basically black commentators coming up and saying, This is fucking appalling. And obviously, it was his base loves more than anything. is it's him pissing off black people. Yeah. Um, but his poems have taken a really sharp turn. And so, someone in his campaign team has clearly said, Actually, you know what? The country being on fire is really bad for sitting presidents. So maybe, maybe we should try and just temporarily get back to a vague semblance of normality for the election, so that all of the. Well, usual... I think the problem is that
1: Trump had got to the point where he—I think they'd assumed that he had a, a floor of forty percent as his approval rating, because it was like no matter what he does, his approval rating has barely moved the whole time he's been president. It's stayed yeah. very, very steady because he's basically he basically started almost Hang on the floor. Fly going. I have no idea why. Dan might be returning to his fuck bubble. Um,
0: oh, wouldn't it be awful if he forgot the camera was on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're not going to see much from this angle, are we? Um, well, he might do that standing just an up. Just well. bobbing head.
0: <laughs> no, he might do that standing up too. You oh, that's know. true. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, it's, it's supposed to be good for you. You know, good for your health.
0: Yeah. I'll
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have to play some intermission music. Well, Dan opens and just you know checks the door. Not well, His door no, is whatever. a long
0: way. Down, Probably he's gonna go downstairs. He's gonna go downstairs, to, downstairs. Has he not got like a video intercom? Mm, no, I don't think so.
1: Or even an audio intercom.
0: No, because it's all his house. So he's got a front door, and then you go in the front door, and then you go up the stairs. Oh, he's back. What was it, Daniel? What was it, Daniel?
2: I have amazing news. It was the beer that I ordered an hour ago. Oh, that's very <laughs> impressive. It, it gets better though. It gets better. Is is it it cold? Not, it, no no, it's not cold. But, um in request saying if you have any dark beer lying around, I really like that. So if if that's part of the mix, that'd be great. He said we did have some dark beer, but um it's just past the sell by then. So we chucked it in for free. Oh wow, that is, that is very So you've good. got beer you got a beer within an hour and free beer. Yes. Oh, it's, God, really it's all really coming confident. up Dan these days, isn't it? really is. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: congratulations. God bless quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. I really like some of the, some of the solutions that people have found. Like, so our local cocktail bar does cocktail deliveries and I've had more, mm. much more cocktails now because you make the decision on a Wednesday as to whether you want a delivery on a Friday. And you think, yeah, Yeah. I like the idea of some cocktails. I like to support that business. And then you
1: feel obliged to drink them.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's the easiest part. But um, in the past, when you would have to go out on a Friday to a different place to drink, you think, oh, God, I don't really want to. I've got some wine here, so you don't bother. And they're coming um, to
1: your house.
0: Yeah. Gemma got, for Father's Day, a takeaway... um, like a takeaway uh, afternoon tea that oh, yes. came in a box, and you think, "Well, that was actually much nicer than having to go and sit sit somewhere else. It was much nicer to yeah. go and sit in her dad's garden and have that." Um, so maybe that. Yeah, would I wonder come.
1: how much of this stuff will stay around once the the kind of the necessity is gone.
0: Well,
2: so going back to beer, for example, um, there were tons of microbreweries that were shitting themselves because they didn't have the right licence for Delivery. selling beer directly. Oh, okay. Um, so, but they've obviously all had to go and get that. So obviously it's an expense. But now but, they've got yeah, it. Yeah, why would they not use it?
0: Oh, I'm surprised so, they don't have the licence to sell directly.
2: It's because you need, it's all to do with how you store it. So it's very easy. There, there's one kind of, it, It's comparatively easy to safely shove beer into big old uh, industry kegs shove them on a lorry and have a pub deal with them um, yeah. it's harder to safely bottle stuff that your random idiot home consumer like me might leave out on the shelf or might put in the... so if there's anything nasty growing in there obviously it's much more of a problem if it's going straight to consumer than it is to um right to the pub so there's basically this this
1: highest is or not necessarily higher standards, but different standards. For yeah. If you're you know, if you're bottling and selling direct to or bottling yeah. and selling direct to pubs, but like if you're if you're yeah,
0: yeah. So it's more with just, the it's more with the bottling then than the
2: Yeah. I'm not sure of the exact details, but basically you need to check a bunch more things. So I presume so like you know, making sure you're not flogging it to sixteen year olds and stuff. Um but yeah, so a bunch of people have jumped through the hoop and got that license and probably will mm. keep going. Um, i don 't know how I, I don't
0: know how my local cocktail thing is running their cocktail deliveries, given that it's given that it 's Dorset, they maybe just haven 't got the paperwork yeah seems <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite likely for
1: a lot of places, especially yeah. ones that don 't even
0: know about it
1: yeah yeah, yeah well i, I, I mean it's just
0: it 's just fine as a system um you yeah, you I tell think... them what you want on facebook um you you okay, you, yeah, pay the, you just just pay the money direct into their bank account and then they just deliver to your door so yeah yeah
2: I'm fairly certain that the government does not know about that and probably will choose not to know for a while
0: I think the government would just yeah the less they know the better <sighs> anyway one of the one of the um lockdown things we've been doing is having the family quiz um yeah. and since we last podcasted um there have been more quizzes I have um one i think i've won two of them and then i've hosted one in between cool so i'm the i'm the reigning quiz champion played 515 um were they all
2: questions about microsoft teams
0: they were all different questions Ooh. the last one was very technical and very good because the person hosting is clever at computers um so round one was based on faster finger, fastest finger first from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Um, and then Countdown uh, was round two. And then Weakest Link was round three. And then Catchphrase was round four. Mm-hmm. And my fingers are very slow, so I was, I was behind at the start. Um, but then I won Countdown, and then I won Weakest Link. And then Catchphrase, I just blew everyone else out of the water. Yeah. Um, probably made me look like a bad winner but I was just awesome at it
2: I mean, I think everyone knew that already
0: Yeah. I've got a, um, would you want to do a quiz round? one of my quiz rounds
1: can we? we can it's, do a quiz um,
0: round it's My Little Pony themed hang on, haven't we done that really? no I'm yeah, sure you did, did um, Pony episodes. or Porn uh yeah. no no I no I didn't. I did Potter or Notter. No, you didn't no, you did ball. the Bony one as well. Did I? Yeah. yeah. When did we do that? Last, Last episode.
2: episode. The one that you're editing.
0: Well, it'll be interesting on the on the edit to see if that makes it into the into the <laughs> realm of public life. <laughs> yeah. Because if it doesn't, then it makes it seem like you two are wrong and I'm correct. I mean, it's yeah, a lot but- of it's
2: a
1: lot of episode to cut out just to make it look <laughs> like you were right.
2: Also, I accept that you could do that to me, but the public likely would believe Adam.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe.
2: Like, Chris, maybe. why is this
0: episode seven
2: minutes long? <laughs> 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 uh,
0: no, no, no. I'd I'd put some yakety sacks in it. Um, oh, all right, right yeah, pad it out. I'd, I'd pad it out with yakety sacks. It would be fine. Oh well, then, I don't, any, proof, then. I don't have any. I don't have any information anything then I've got nothing all I've got was my little pony okay well let's draw this one to a close um, I think I'm editing
1: it yeah um, go on be Chris to it It'll be fun <sighs> no I want it to be chronological
0: oh well I don't
1: <laughs> um, and then uh, we can return next week hopefully uh, with Graham yeah mm. sounds good okay gentlemen thank you very much for your time yeah. Um, I what are you gonna to, do now? Just I'm going to in? finish my beer. Yeah. My beer in yeah. the, the fridge kitchen. left, mm-hmm. and cool. Dragon much cool down
0: Yeah, I'm going to just regret not ordering cocktails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand
1: that. Uh, I bought myself all a Father's Day present.
0: Week. That was, that no, was no, nice. What did you Um, I bought uh the, co- the cocktail. They had a Father's Day special. Mm. So it was two. Uh, you you chose the. Um, you chose the spirit base and they made you two cocktails um, one high strength cocktail three different um, drams and um, a tankard and I thought the tankard was like well I hope it doesn't say world's best dad because if it does I'm going to have to speedily go and buy a cat and tell people that Gemma got it for me from the cat (laughs) Um, but actually, it was very nice. I can get it for you actually and show it to you. Okay, well, let's,
1: that's, as that's, there's no point in doing that, that's, oh, I'll, okay. I'll stop the recording. Um, but do please go and get it.
0: And we'll so the listeners the won't see my beautiful tank. Well, no, it's an audio medium. Well, yes. you could describe it to them with your words. I could, but I won't. But we're not going to. Okay. No. okay. remain a mystery. <laughs>